Hey folks, John here. You may have noticed we've been gone for a little while. If you missed this in the last episode, season four wrapped up in April. We are still working on a season five right now. Not really sure when it's going to start, but if you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, online in general, we'll be sure to make some noise when we know when season five begins. However, our Patreon subscribers know that Overunderstood, our patrons only podcast, has been going strong every week, even during this break. Yeah, it's not quite the same as Underunderstood, but it kind of deals in the same world of internet mystery adjacent stuff. Uh, it's more casual than the main show, and it happens every week for patrons. This week was a little bit of a special episode of Overunderstood. It is about the television show, The Circle. You may know that we did an episode of Underunderstood about this last year for season one. Season two just ended. Um, I had a mystery itch about the show that I couldn't help but scratch. So um, we did an Overunderstood about that. And we liked it enough that we thought we should put it here in the main feed for Underunderstood subscribers. So that's what you're about to hear. Special episode about The Circle. I don't think you have to be very familiar with The Circle to understand the story. It's fun. It's about a professional Santa Claus. You'll see. And uh, of course, if you like this and you miss us, you can join our Patreon, patreon.com slash underunderstood, and get an episode of Overunderstood every week, even when the main show is in between seasons. Anyway, here's this episode. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Hey. Hi, John. Hey, John. The Circle just finished its second season. Uh-huh. Shit, I was supposed to watch The Circle. Regina. Did you not watch what? any of it? Oh, my oh. God. I'm so sorry. I literally <laughs> didn't watch any of it. You realize in the oh, episode no. of Under Understood where we all watched The Circle, you had to leave during the episode so you, they wouldn't get spoiled for you because you hadn't finished it. Regina. You're gonna love it. And I also like I I just cooked dinner and I and I that's the only time I watch shows is when I cook dinner and I could have guys, I really ruined this. Okay, Regina, here's what I can do. I won't spoil the ending of the circle. Okay? Okay. So you can still be surprised by who won. Mm-hmm. We will be talking about the characters on the circle and some of what they did. Do you have to have watched the circle to listen to this? episode i hope not okay. i hope not too yeah great <laughs> do you know who lance bass is yes okay wait was well, lance bass on the circle well sort of how sort of we'll get there okay okay anyway if you have no familiarity with the circle we did an episode about this television show previously on under understood A very quick synopsis of what this show is. It is a reality show that in the U.S. um, you can view on Netflix. Uh, There are multiple versions of the show in different countries. They all shoot in the U.K. in the same building. The premise of it is there are a bunch of people who occupy single apartments in a building. They never meet each other in person. They only interact through a fake social network called The Circle, which is voice-activated, which is voice activated in quotations. Circle, take me to my private albums. They never meet with each other in person, which means that they can play either as their real selves or they can be a quote unquote catfish, play as someone they're not. And um, the idea is that every now and then there are some votes. To stay in the game, players must become popular. To do that, they can be real 
or try to fool everyone with a fake profile. <laughs> People become less popular, and the least popular person in this vote uh, gets voted out of the circle, and they lose, and they're out of the game. At the end of the show, somebody wins. It's a reality show. They win a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> and the rules are kind of arbitrary. Yes, especially this season. Yeah, they'll just introduce like wild card things all the time out of nowhere that completely change the rules or like bring people back from the dead or whatever. And they seem to be kind of aware that there isn't much of a game premise happening on yeah. the show, especially I felt like in this season, especially it was just like, watch these people game is completely secondary to whatever else is going on on this, on this thing. I mean, people certainly think they're playing a game, but it's, it's a game they have almost no control over regardless of what they do. Yeah, it's like it's a catfishing game. It's not like a board game. It's not a strategy game, you know. Well, it's not even a catfishing game. In there's no real <laughs> reward for catfishing. I just continue to wish that it were it was more like Survivor, where there were more like g- group challenges and stuff, like things that they had to actually accomplish as a group and so there was more reason for them to be objectively determining who they want to stick around versus who they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this was our problem with the game the first time around is that it's not really, it's kind of a nonsense game. Yeah. All right, what I want to talk about is two characters in particular, two players in particular. Okay. Jack mm-hmm. and Lisa. Sure. Both catfishes. Both catfishes. So Jack played... Uh, as Emily, he's a 20-year-old student in reality. He played as a 21-year-old Emily. She's a 21-year-old sorority girl. She's cute, short, sweet, easy to talk to. Everyone's going to love her. I think people are like, that's a face I could trust. And Lisa played as Lance, as in Lance Bass, mm-hmm. her real-life boss, because she is Lance Bass's personal assistant. I'm Lisa from Los Angeles. I'm 42 years old and a personal assistant. My boss is NSYNC superstar Lance Bass. I can definitely pull off convincing people that I'm Lance. So I know Lance Bass better than Lance Bass knows Lance Bass. Oh, wait. So she she fully pretended to be a celebrity on the yes. show. Yes. Brave. Yes. This was, I think, one of the things that we said last time that we really wanted out of the show. <laughs> was for someone to either be a celebrity or play as a celebrity. It would be, I mean, yeah, it would be even better if it were an actual celebrity pretending to be a normie and then they get voted off in the first round because you know their schedule is tight and they make a deal with the producers oh it's like a mask singer situation they, yes and then they get to go meet a player and they walk in in their lance bass and the player would be like oh my god i thought you were yeah beatrice hmm. yeah so i want to talk about jack and lisa yep. right <laughs> both of them both of these people were voted off pretty early um, on the same episode. So one of the twists of the season was that they were going to do a, an elimination where two players would be going home at the same time. And it was Jack and Lisa. Oh, no. So that means Emily and Lance got the boot. Damn. Oh, so sad. Damn, yeah. I played myself. 
Each one of them went to like pick who they were going to go visit. And the producers set it up so that when they entered the room of the person they thought they were visiting, it was actually each other. No way. Yes. Who, who are you? I'm Jack. Jack. Nice to meet you. Lisa, nice oh to meet you. God. I'm Emily. Oh, I'm, I'm Lance. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> so there was this confused moment where it's like, wait, you're not whoever. You're not this person. And then the circle told them that these two players would be getting a second chance in the game. And they would be playing together as one catfish character, unbeknownst to the other players. So, so they were just one person from then on? From then on, they were one person. Which person? <laughs> so that person was a man named John. Uh, Wait, so John was just a totally new person? Yep. Who the f*** is this dude? Uh, but he looks really nice. So the circle, the computer, gave them a photo of this guy and his occupation. And then Lisa and Jack needed to fill in all the, re- the rest of the details and play as this one person for the rest of the game. And that was their second shot at winning. But none of the other characters would know that this is Lisa... Formerly, <laughs> formerly Emily and Lance Bass uh, would be playing together. Okay, Circle, please take us to our new player's profile. <laughs> oh, he's, he's a, a psychic. psychic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> this catfish character is the only one in the season that wasn't actually connected to the real contestants, right? So. Right. Jack's original character was Emily, Mm -hmm. and Jack used a photo of a friend of his to play as Emily. Mm -hmm. Lisa played as Lance Bass, Mm -hmm. and so that was obviously Lance Bass in the photo. Lee uh, played as River, and he also used a photo of a friend of his. And uh, Delisa played as Trevor, who was her real-life husband. So who's John? Exactly. This guy, John, is provided by the show. He's not connected to anybody. Oh, man. Oh, so, is he connected yeah. to some, some PA? Is he a stock photo? Yeah, who's John? These are all the questions that I had. Oh, no, God. I don't think it was a stock photo because they had lots. They had several photos to choose from, right? right. They had different photos yeah. of him. And they're all yeah. like normal looking photos. They're not like... Right, he, and, and, and like they had to get like the rights for all of those photos. So like... They either paid for it or it was somebody that that was down. Or someone that came up in the casting process and they said, we're not going to put you on this show, but... We'll give you $10. Right, someone that was down, yeah. Yeah. So here's what the show provided to Jack and Lisa. They had a collection of photos of the guy. It wasn't just one photo. They had the collection like a normal player would get. (laughs) The stash has got to go. The photos of John are also kind of peculiar. He's, um... He looks like a middle-aged guy with, like, a white handlebar mustache. And in half of the photos, he's dressed as Santa Claus. What? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, so the guy, he's a bald guy. In his normal photos, he's a bald guy with this white mustache. And then on top of all this, they've given him the profession of psychic. And the rest of the profile is blank, and it's up to Lisa and Jack to fill in the details, right? Yes. This feels like a really big challenge. (laughs) I mean, they were just grateful to get to keep playing. I'd be pissed. Like, just let me go home. 
This guy gives me grandpa energy. John is my real name. It's my grandpa's name. It's a solid name. Yeah. And you're thinking about sweet old guys. You're like, that's John. John, yeah. yeah. So here's what Jack and Lisa decided on for their biography of John. They picked age, 64. Hometown. We could sort of model him after my grandpa. Yeah. Uh, he's from West Virginia. Okay. That sounds very... Um, friendly. Yeah, it does. Circle. Let's go with Morgantown, West Virginia as our hometown. I like that. So mm-hmm. circle, let's say- and here's what they wrote John, about me. Full-time psychic, part-time Santa who loves adventure. <laughs> if we want to be like the most friendly old fella, maybe we go gay. You know, we have Courtney and we have River. And I know a lot about gay men. Yeah. <laughs> Loving partner of 38 years to my amazing husband, Terry, and father to three incredible children. <laughs> I like John. I think John's solid. I don't know. I gotta and then they continue on. I love to cook, cozy up with a good book, and do improv. All of it is obviously fictitious. Also, if you love adventure, are your hobbies really cooking and reading? <laughs> Are either of them even psychics? No, psychic was given to them by the show. The joke was that they were already, they already know everybody in the circle. Yeah. So they could play around with being a psychic and guessing, but not really guessing because they already know everyone. Got it. But anyway, I'm looking at all of this and I'm like, who is is this actual Santa guy and what is his connection to this show? Because he's the only one disconnected from these people. In my mind, he can't be anything other than John, the Santa psychic from West Virginia, who's been with his loving husband, Terry, for 38 years. <laughs> so I wasn't the only one who wanted to know. Uh, Gretchen Smale at Bustle also tried to find out, but she did not succeed. I'm dropping this link in Slack right now. The Circle introduces yet another clever catfish with John, and John is in quotes. And the social headline was, All Hail John, the Circle's Delightful Psychic Santa Claus. So here's what this article says. It's unclear who John's photos actually belong to in real life. Amusingly, if you reverse Google image search his photo, the suggested related search term is simply senior citizen, plus an article about how to tell when you're a senior. <laughs> while, it's, what? while it's unclear if the real John is related to one of the producers or crew members applied for the show himself or is an actor who staged these photos for the circle specifically, Netflix confirmed to Bustle that the real John is aware his photo is being used on the show. Okay. <laughs> He's I'm <aware>. glad. <laughs> the, but, and the real John, John is in quotations. Just so the real John is probably not named John. Well, they don't know. Well, but I'm John. I, yeah. I mean, almost certainly not, though, because they came up with the name John, uh, Jack, and Lisa, the contestants. It's definitely a producer's dad. I'm calling it now. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, what she said is true. If you reverse image search John on Google Images, there are no mass- matches for his face. But there is a way creepier reverse image search uh, that the four of us uh, subscribe oh, yeah. to. It's called Pim Eyes. Yeah. Who can explain what Pim Eyes is? Pim Eyes is an AI-powered facial recognition image search. So it indexes images all over the web, recognizes the faces in them, and then you upload an image, and then basically it, it'll give you the closest matches, and then kind of they kind of fade out from there to things that don't match as much. And it does seem to crawl a lot of the internet 
including pornographic websites. <laughs> um, oh, so it has, by default, it does this weird thing where it it only shows you the face and blurs out everything else in the photo, whether it's <laughs> pornographic or not. <laughs> oh, is that why it does that? That's so funny. Yeah, I believe that's why it does that. <laughs> Rather than trying to determine what is and isn't porn, they're like, well, just show the face. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry, that's not a crucial part of the description of this thing. But th- this thing, you may have read about this tool uh, because it got a lot of press after the January 6th insurrection mm-hmm. in the United States because um, a lot of internet sleuths were using this tool to try to find people who were at the Capitol building on that day. And uh, I believe many successfully did identify people. It's unclear to me if the FBI wouldn't have been able to do it on their own regardless, but I do think a lot of people were successfully ID'd by random internet users using this tool. Right. So it is pretty powerful, it seems. And this is why I'm a little conflicted about using it for purposes like this, because it's definitely a somewhat creepy tool because it is very, very good at matching faces uh, in places that like Google Images cannot match. However, we have a subscription to it. And I was like, I want to know who John is. I want to know if I can find what Bustle could not. And sure enough, Pim Eyes surfaced a photo from the New York Post. And I'm dropping a link in slack right now scroll down on this article uh to the photo gallery at the bottom okay Okay. this this article is called chris kringles are forking over cash to take santa classes (laughs) and this is an article from december 24th 2016 that's him oh and he's named dave saunders yes The caption on the photo is Dave Saunders, who attended Santa school, is a busy Santa leading up to Christmas. This article is a wild time in itself because they describe (laughs) Santa schools that are charging hundreds of dollars, uh, sometimes thousands of dollars, to uh, people who want to be Santas, like mall Santas. They do things like teaching them how to lift a child the correct way so that you can do it hundreds of times in a day and not get tired. Or throw out your back. Uh, they teach you to always have your ha- both hands showing. They're like these really, it's a very odd world. Um, also, one of the people quoted in this story legally changed his name in 2012 to Santa Claus. Wow. Santa Claus, <laughs> a Copiag, Long Island resident who legally changed his name in 2012, said he learned quite a bit through his training at Macy's Santa program, which he completed in the 1990s. <laughs> There's a lot of difficult things that a Santa will face. Oh wait, but Dave is from Dave is from New Jersey. Oh, oh my did, goodness. Yeah. Did did you talk to him? Uh, with this information, I was like, am I going to freak out this Dave Saunders if I find him and no one else has? Um and well ultimately, my name is uh, David Saunders. <gasps> you oh! talked to Dave. I'm actually uh by trade a career firefighter and I'm a lieutenant. But I also have a professional Santa Claus business. So you're full-time firefighter, uh, yeah. part-time Santa. Yeah, um, it's actually grown more than part-time. I actually do it year-round. Oh, what? Man. How does that work? <laughs> it started out um, about 10 years ago. My son and I started the business. It was his idea. I do uh, photo shoots for some photographers. 
I do commercial shoots. I do some ads. And then this year, uh, believe it or not, right now, uh, I'm filming a Christmas movie. I, I, I'm not at liberty to say what the, the name is, but it's going to be big. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. How, yeah. was, um, how was it during... I, I mean, it must have been tough to be in this business during COVID, right? I'm going to be very honest. Again, last year was my busiest year ever. That's wild. He also said that it worked to his advantage because a lot of other Santas weren't working as much. So he, Oh, yeah. Santa shortage. So he uh, had a very good year. I really want to know what this movie is also that he's shooting. The Santa Claus 4. He said there's a celebrity in it. Tim Allen. And he's not allowed to talk about who the celebrity is, but it'll be on multiple networks. How did he end up on The Circle? That's what I wanted to talk to him about. <laughs> uh, so before all this happened with The Circle, were you a fan of The Circle? I'm going to be really honest. Okay, so this is this is how it kind of went down since so you just did. I had never heard of the show. So someone put me in on this site called Backstage, which is a site where you can check out if anybody's hiring for um, actors for whatever, right? So I'm on Backstage, and I get this email, and I thought it was sketchy personally, but they're like, hey, we're looking for <laughs> um, – we want to know if you'll let us use your photos for this show uh, called Circle. And uh, if you're in agreement, we'll pay for your photos. So <laughs> um, my son, he's like, I've never heard of that. They were from the UK and they said they would wire, wire me the money. So that was the thing that like triggered me. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm about this. So I called them and they were super, super nice. And they're like, look, this is not, you know, we're not trying to pull one over on you. We'll send you the link. Check it out. If it's something that you think is cool, great. And if not, don't worry about it. Yeah. What, like a link to the show? I would imagine, yeah, because he had never heard of it before. And he was like, is this some kind of foreign scam? Because they're talking about wiring him money from the UK. Got it. So I talked to my son again. We watched it and we started laughing. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know, man. Do what you want. And uh, so I did. I gave him all the photos they wanted. And. Never thought anything else about it. How long ago was that? Gosh, I want to say that was back in September, last September. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's been a while. So they, so they said, yeah, we'll we'll pay for your photos. Uh huh. And they said, if we use your photos, we'll we'll send you more money. So it was probably Christmas time, and I looked like in my bank statement. I'm like, I told my wife, I said, hey Jen, they actually used my photos. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> Wait, they didn't tell him? They just suddenly gave him a bunch of money? Yeah, this is bonkers to me. The way he knew that he was on the circle was the direct deposit into his bank account. That meant that they had used the photo. I guess that way he couldn't, like, you know, screenshot an email and post it or anything, you know? <laughs> I mean, I guess, but... Or it was just in his contract if we use them. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's what we'll it is. We'll pay you more, yeah. and so, yeah. Did, did they ever tell you how they found your, like, why your photos were in the running? No, they just, I asked them, I was like, why me? Like, I'm a nobody, you know what I mean? They're like, well, we just look for unique people. Were they looking for a Santa specifically? Because they pulled a bunch of Santa photos. Yeah, I don't know. They're like, yeah, we need like half Santa, half you. And I'm like, whoo, okay. Huh. So yeah, that, that took some time for just photos of me. So I confirmed that the show does use sites like Backstage or Mandy to find folks to use in the photos, but they were not specifically looking for a Santa. 
they were just looking for someone who would be a good opposite for both Lisa and Jack to play as. I asked Dave about, like, okay, you don't watch The Circle, but a lot of people do. Did anyone recognize you when your photo wound up on The Circle? I guess it was maybe three weeks ago or whatever when it started. Even when you call, um, sent me the email. One night I'm, I'm in, laying in bed and uh, my phone starts blowing up. And people are like, hey, man, you're on this show. And I was like, what? So I told my wife, I was like, hey, man, pop on Netflix. And sure enough, people were sending pictures. And then, of course, then people were like, did they use your photos without you? And I was like, it's all good, man. <laughs> I love this guy. Yeah, I like John. I'm a fan. Dave. He's great. Um, Dave is actually 47. Oh, wow. Not 64. And also not gay. Also not gay, right? He's got a um, a wife. He's married to a woman. So I had up the John profile, and I wanted to go through it with Dave and just see how close they got to his actual life. Uh, yeah, go ahead. It, okay, so it's John is the name they yep. picked. Obviously incorrect. Uh, they put age 64. Yeah, that's right. Totally wrong. Now, the occupation that Netflix gave them was psychic. Right. Are you really a psychic? No. If I were, I'd go get a lottery ticket today. (laughs) (laughs) And then about me is, hey, everybody, I'm John, full-time psychic, part-time Santa, who loves adventure. Do you love adventure? Uh, You know, I'm I'm very, I guess if I know you, I'm outgoing, but I'm pretty introverted. (laughs) Okay. I stay home a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Loving partner of 38 years to my amazing husband, Terry, and father to three incredible children. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, sounds like you don't have a husband nope but that's fine uh, i thought that was hilarious you're not old enough to have been with any partner for 38 years nope <laughs> three incredible children you have at least one i have uh between my wife and i we have five okay so. wow they undershot i love to cook cozy up with a good book and do improv well i do love to cook but i'm not reading much <laughs> one out of three <laughs> <laughs> so they did medium i think yeah. I love it. He's got a great attitude about it all. He does. Oh, he yeah. really does. He's yeah. so he's so nice. Uh, and he was so excited to talk to. The the Netflix person got in touch with him to tell him about the rules. And also, if anybody like me reached out to funnel everything through her. And so she arranged some other special stuff for Dave. She put me in touch with Lisa and Jack, who played my part. And they're so cool. <laughs> So I talked to Jack first. He's 20 and he's in college. So I was talking to him and uh, I was like, hey, man, you know, I'm like only 47, right? Because he thought <laughs> I was like 60 something. Yeah. And he's like, man, I'm sorry. Like, that nah, dude, it's so cool. <laughs> he's so nice. He's such a nice kid. And um, I did a, um, a Facebook Live with Lee and he is so nice. And I wasn't expecting it. I was just watching his Facebook Live. and He's like, oh, my God. And he, and he pulled me in. And we had a blast. He's so kind. He had, his name's Doke, who is the character he played, River. Right, right. Oh, the real name is Doke. Okay. Yes. Um, so he had him on, and that's why I was watching. Oh, that's funny. And so we, we were all talking, and <laughs> he's just so kind. He is just a genuinely kind individual. I just, I love that guy, man. I could just hug him all day. So <laughs> just, you know. <laughs> I love how this roped him into being a like a super hardcore circle fan where he's just right, casually yeah, exactly. watching the Facebook live <laughs> of Lee and River. 
Would you ever compete on the circle? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, for sure. Would you play as a catfish or as yourself? You know, that's a good question. I don't know. I would play myself so well. I think it'd be fun to be a catfish, you know, and try right. to do something different. I think the catfish did really well. Next season. He would be great on the circle. I mean, the circle has had a lot of success with people with Delco accents, which is a very with Philly accent. It's a very yeah. similar accent to the accent he has. Yeah. Yeah, Philly region accents. Did you ask him to say the word gas? <laughs> oh. oh, John. Damn. Missed opportunity. <laughs> Oh, and uh, by the way, if you uh, want a, a Santa for your next virtual anything, he's on Cameo, YouTube, Instagram. He's under the business name Santa Department 25. Oh, wow. That's, that's what you're all getting for Christmas this year. That, of course, was over-understood. If you like what you heard, you can get an episode every single week by going to patreon.com slash underunderstood and becoming a patron. Thanks for listening. We will be back with season five sooner than later. See ya.